Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Here, you'll find powerful messages from world-renowned pastors each and every week. This month, we're celebrating Christmas at Miracle Channel, which means you'll hear timely messages on joy, peace, generosity, and more to get you in the holiday spirit this December. And if you'd like to watch messages from your favorite speakers instead of listen, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Creflo Dollar. Creflo is the founder and senior pastor of World Changers Church International. Every week, he speaks to thousands of people sharing the good news of Jesus. Creflo is a much sought-after conference speaker known for his practical approach to the Bible. You can watch Creflo Dollar on Changing Your World Sundays at 8.30 a.m. Mountain Time on Miracle Channel. Now, let's dive into the message. You can have great success even in the middle of this pandemic. You don't have to wait till the pandemic is over before you prosper, before you have success, before you go to the next level, before you get ahead in life. If you can practice the presence of Jesus in the midst of this, So you can lay around all day, listen to 24-hour bad news, or you can take advantage of getting in the presence of Jesus, practicing his presence, getting in his word, spending time in prayer, spending time in praise, ready to write down the instructions that'll come from him, and you can actually get promotion in the middle of a pandemic. Some of our members are doing that. We're getting testimonies sent in. People are are prospering and being promoted and being successful in the middle of a pandemic because they are choosing Jesus update versus the latest virus update. What what are you going to do? What are you going to do? How are you going to choose some things? Look at Psalms 127 and 2. Psalms 127 and verse 2. This is so, so very important. He says, it's vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows, the bread of sorrow. You know, the bread of the world equals the bread of sorrows. To eat the bread of sorrows, to to eat all of the bad news and all of the ungodly stuff, he says, you know, it's vain. That bread of sorrows is, is keeping you up in the morning and And late at night, you can't rest. He says, for so God giveth his beloved sleep. See, while they're up worrying about what was reported and they're up, you know, uh, up late trying to worry about what was reported and they're eating the bread of sorrow, in the meantime, God gives his beloved sleep. And if you are a born-again Christian, you are accepted into the beloved. You are his beloved. And you need to expect good sleep. God gives his beloved sleep. Praise God. And if you're not sleeping, man, you need to to back up and say, what is it that have I been eating the bread of sorrow, which is the bread of this world? Now, the Bible says that Jesus is the bread of life. And you want to eat the bread of life, not the bread of the world, not the bread of sorrow. You want to eat the bread of life. Amen. And so one of the things we have to do that's going to really help us out in this area, we got to put a guard over our eye and our ear gates. The eye gate and the ear gate. 
That's the entrance into a man's heart. And if you can guard the entrance into the man's heart, you can guard your heart. Some unknowingly feed on the knowledge of good and evil. People feed on the knowledge of good and evil. You know what that represents? That represents the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, when you feed on the knowledge of good and evil, versus feeding on the person of Christ. And you know, when you feed on the person of Christ, that's the tree of life. So one, you get nothing when you feed on the knowledge of the tree, when you feed on the knowledge, uh, when you feed on good and evil or uh, the, the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, you get nothing but fear and frustration and panic. And the other, you get wisdom and knowledge and unmerited favor. So you choose, you choose. You choose to feed on the bread of sorrow and get yourself all filled with frustration and get yourself all filled with fear and get yourself filled all with panic or you can feed on, on Jesus Christ and, and feed on, on who he is and get wisdom and get knowledge and get unmerited favor. Look at this in Proverbs chapter four, verses 20 through 22. Proverbs chapter four, verse 20 through 22. Man, I speak peace over your life. I speak peace over the circumstances that you are presently in. I speak peace over your family. I speak peace over your relationships, your children, your finances, your job. I speak peace. I speak peace over every member of this church, over every partner, over the world changes nation. I speak peace. Proverbs 4, 20 through 22, he says, my son, now watch this. My son, attend to my words. He is saying, give your attention to my words. He says, how do I do that? Incline your ears unto my sayings. Hear it. Incline your ears to my saying. Let them words not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Well, how do you do that? Through your ear gate and your eye gate. You can keep it in the midst of your heart. If you are keeping it before your eyes and you're keeping it in your ears, then you keep it in the midst of your heart. Somebody thought, well, I ain't gonna do all that. I ain't got time for that. Well, you don't have time to have, have Jesus peace. You don't have time to have successful peace. You know, this is not a part-time deal. Well, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have something to do with God, you know, uh, later on. This ain't a part-time deal. It, it, it's something you set your mind to do. It's, a, it's something you have declared, I'm gonna live this way. And when you live this way, it's not that you're trying to be spiritually deep, but I got to guard what goes in my ears. It's not, not that you're trying to be spiritually deep, but I, I got to guard what goes in my eyes because that stuff will get in my heart, man. And, and it'll disrupt my peace, and I'm not going to let that happen. I said this over and over again. If it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. The drama that you've been around lately, is it costing you your peace? It's too expensive. You need to just stay in the presence of God. That's just too expensive. Yeah, but Brother Dollar, you've just been a little bit too deep. No, I'm, I'm talking about how to live. I mean, you, you got to make your own choice. But I don't want to be in turmoil. I don't want to come out in frustration and panic and all that other stuff. And thank God I know what to do when that stuff comes in my life. I don't spend time with it. I know what to do. I know what to shut off. I know what to step away from. I know what to focus my eyes on, my eyes on and my ears on so I can get the successful peace, so I can get the Jesus peace. And look what he says, next verse, he says, for they are life, those, those words 
are life unto those that find them. Those words are health to all their flesh. See, the Word of God is so powerful. It's not only, it not only brings life to you, praise God, but it also impacts your physical body. Your flesh is impacted by spending time in that Word. You got to understand, spending time in the presence of God will impact your, 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 your very physical body. It'll, it'll give life to you. It won't give stress to you. It brings peace to you. There's something about spending time in that word that brings a calm in your life, that brings an ease in your life. But you'll never know it because, you, you, you know, if you don't do it. Well, I ain't got time to spend in the word. Well, you ain't got time to have Jesus' peace. Well, well I, I just don't believe it take all that. Well, you're going to find out that it does take some initiative on your part to release your faith and get in the word. Why do you think we have the Bible so we just bring it to church on Sunday? We, this is our bread of life. Jesus is our bread of life. And we have to feed on that bread of life and thus walk in peace and walk in health. It's health to all of our flesh. It adds life. It adds life. Do you know, do you know it's time in that word increases your life? It increases your lifespan. Why? Because getting in that word brings you peace. Getting in that word takes distress away. Getting in that word allows you to be in a place of calm and ease. And that's how you increase your life. Amen. It's paying attention to Jesus. Give attention to my word. It's paying attention to Jesus. Are you paying attention to Jesus? You see, the more we hear and see Jesus, the healthier and the stronger we become. Our mortal bodies become infused with his resurrection life and with his resurrection power. So we receive Jesus's, watch this, the Greek word for peace, shalom. We receive Jesus's shalom for every stress in life. We receive his shalom, praise God. He says, the best way to know if you are embroiled in the things of this world is to be objective and to ask yourself this one simple question, is my heart troubled? Is my heart troubled? Because the number one killer in the modern world today is stress. And throughout this pandemic, you've got to keep up with that. Is my heart troubled? You, you be as deep as you want to, is my heart troubled? Okay, I'm gonna get some ice cream, heart still troubled. I'm gonna go watch 50 movies on Netflix, heart still troubled. Is your heart troubled? Because we have a solution for a troubled heart. It's Jesus. Uh, the Hebrew lexicon describes shalom, and, and, and I think I said uh, Greek, but it's Hebrew. The Hebrew lexicon describes shalom as completeness, shalom as safety, soundness in body, welfare, health, prosperity, peace, quiet, tranquility, contentment, peace used of human relationships, peace with God, especially in covenant relationships, and peace from war. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's what God wants to bring to your life. Let me read that again. He wants to bring completeness, safety, soundness, welfare, health, prosperity, peace.
peace, quiet, tranquility, contentment. All these words are translated, this Hebrew word, shalom. So the peace Jesus gives sets you up for success in life. The peace that Jesus gives will set you up for success in life. And I know a lot of you are interested in being successful. It, it really does start off with, with having a life of peace. Imagine the things you miss from heaven. Imagine the transmissions that you miss that go over your head because you're so stressed out, because there's no peace in your life. You can change that. The peace Jesus gives sets you up for success in life. You cannot be a success in family. You cannot be a success in your marriage, your career, when you are crippled and paralyzed with fear. You can't. Fear cannot be a part of your journey to your success. Paranoid and, and panic, you gotta let it go. God's got you. We're so glad you tuned into the podcast today. Here at Miracle Channel, our mission has always stayed the same, to reach every home in Canada with the truth about Jesus. But Miracle Channel's reach goes far beyond this podcast. Through our TV broadcasts, daily devotional, streaming service, and multiple podcasts, thousands of people like you are growing closer to Jesus every day. Learn more about Miracle Channel and download our resources by clicking the link in our show notes. We hope that you are blessed by this teaching today, and we want to say thank you for listening to the Miracle Channel podcast. Now remember, faith is a positive response to what grace has made available. You don't have faith because you choose to go to a snake church or you choose to go to a place where everybody's got coronavirus. That's not faith. No, no, faith responds to what Jesus has made available. And Jesus has made his peace available. And I'm gonna respond to that peace by, first of all, receiving it by faith. And as I walk in peace, then I can hear transmissions. I can be led by God. I can have the wisdom of God when it comes to doing things. See, we've reduced peace to some action that we do. And peace is not some action more than it is a person that we believe. And that's so very, very, very important. You can act out on something and not even believe the thing you need to believe. No, I, I, I believe Jesus. I trust in Jesus. I take hold of this peace because I trust in Jesus. And then he'll begin to tell me what to do. People are going to get in trouble because they don't know how to define faith. And they're going to be doing something that's foolish or presumptuous. And it's not faith. And I'm, I'm letting everybody know, you better make sure that what you're doing is faith and not foolishness and not presumptuous. Amen. Amen. And like I said, don't you go to commenting on who opened up the church and who didn't open up the church. Oh, they must be in fear. Oh, now do you call that really faith? Learn how to tend to your business. Be persuaded in your own way and leave everybody else alone. <laughs> I've said that a couple of times because let, let, let peace rule in your heart. Let peace rule in your heart. And that's where, I, that's where I'm doing where our church is concerned. I'm letting peace rule in my heart. I'm letting peace is going to be my umpire. I don't need anybody in the government telling me when I need to open the church. The church has always been open. The building's the only thing that's closed. The church has never been closed. Like I said Sunday, God is an online God. Amen. <laughs> Just as well. So don't, don't, don't even get involved in all of that. All of that does is rob your peace. 
develop a personal relationship with Jesus Christ at home. That's why church is not all it needs to be because we don't take our relationship with Jesus serious at home. Now we can take our relationship with Jesus serious at home. What are you doing at home? Because it's what you do in secret that we're going to see the result of it openly. But, you know, people were so busy coming to the building, they were not spending quality time with God at home. That's where your relationship is developed. Your relationship is developed at home, not in the, in the church building, at home. Spend time praying at home. Spend time reading at home. Hear God at home. Lay hands on people in your home. And what happens? When that home fellowship is right, then when it's time to come to the building, man, we'll have a much more powerful corporate anointing because of what we're doing at home. You don't, you, 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 nobody should be talking about, well, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Y'all need to hurry up and open the church because I'm just dying spiritually. Well, that's your fault. This is, this is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You can have praise service personally at home. I did this morning. You can have praise service personally at home. You don't need to come to this building to do it. You are the church. And no devil in hell can close you down. So go ahead and, and have peace in your home. Have great relationship in your home. Deal with some of those inconsistencies and frustrations and irritations in your family. When the family church is right and the home church is right, and when everybody's walking in the Word, reading the Word, praying in the Spirit, spending time trusting God there, boy, we're going to be amazing when we come back to the building. So, amen. I, I hope I answered your question. Praise God. All right, now watch this. This is so very important. The peace Jesus gives will set you up for success in life. Now, you cannot be successful in any of those things, in your family, in your marriage, and in your career, when you are crippled and paralyzed with fear. So you got to let the fear go. All fears that you are experiencing in your life today, listen to this, they begin with an untruth. It began with a lie that you have somehow believed that lie. The fear that you're not going to be healed. Well, that started with a lie. The fear that you're not going to be able to take care of your household. When God said, I'll supply all your needs according. See, what the enemy wants to do is he wants you to walk in the number one fear of the believer, the number one fear of the Christian, and that is, I am afraid that what God promised won't come to pass. You cannot receive that. You have to have peace where the promises are concerned. I'm afraid that what God promised, I'm afraid that what his word said won't happen. You can't let that take place in your life. No fear, no fear. You gotta trust God loves you enough that he'll do what he said. Look at 1 John chapter 4 and verse 18. 1 John 4 and verse 18. See, when you are afraid that what God promised won't come to pass, immediately now you will allow that fear to push you into self-preservation, and now through your own efforts you will be out there trying to make things happen. You've excused and expelled God out of your life, and then you trust yourself more than you do God. 
because you're afraid that what was promised won't come to pass. He said in verse 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth, casteth out fear because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. And so, you know, to be made perfect in love, I believe that God loves me enough that he will keep his promise. I believe that God loves me so much that he will heal me. Because I know he loves me, I know he'll heal me. Because I know he loves me, I know he will deliver me. Because I know he loves me, I know he will protect me. I know he'll be my security. I know he will be my covering because I know that he loves me. And so what happens is your love is under attack. You got to believe the love. God loves me and I know it. Therefore, I believe what he says. I believe what he promised. I believe his love. And so a revelation of unmerited favor and love of Jesus will cast out every fear. It'll cast out every lie. It'll cast out every anxiety, every doubt, and uh, every worry that God is against you. It'll cast it out. Get a revelation of the love of God. Get a revelation of the favor of God. God loves you. God wants to favor you. God loves you so much he gave his only son the most valuable thing that heaven had to offer. And so you get a revelation of that. And that, that love will cast out fear. You'll begin to think, wait a minute, why am I sitting here thinking that God's gonna leave me by myself? He loves me. Wait a minute, I know he said I had cancer, but God loves me, I'll be healed. I mean, when the doctor told me I had cancer, the first thing I thought about was God loves me. Everything's gonna be all right. I'm not gonna sit up there and let fear knock on the door and say, well, you know, I don't know if God loves you because you know you ain't been praying an hour. No, God loves me. I know that he is love and I'm looking for his love. I'm looking for his love and I know I'll be healed. I know he'll take care of me. I know he'll be my supply house because I'm looking for his love. The shalom of Jesus is on your side to make you a success in life. The shalom of Jesus is on your side. Nothing missing nothing broken. That's awesome. That's awesome. The shalom of Jesus, nothing missing, nothing broken, whole. You know what it means to be whole? There's nothing missing, nothing broken in your life. You are whole in your spirit, whole in your soul, whole in your physical body, whole in your relationships, whole in your, your prosperity, whole in your, rela in, in, in your relationship with your children, whole. Peace. Shalom. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more messages from speakers that air on Miracle Channel and Corco. We hope you have a peaceful December and a very joy-filled Christmas.